Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Welcome to Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne. I am Lorianne Kazdia. I hope you are having a great day today, as I always hope for everyone every day. Our goal here at Healthy Lifestyle is to inspire, educate, and empower you to fulfill a healthy, emotional, spiritual, and physical life so you can feel empowered to live the life you have always wanted and dreamed. What does that really mean? I don't know. We'll have a conversation one day about that. Anyway, welcome to the show. I am a life and business transformational success coach, illuminating and empowering empowering others to find and embrace their life purpose. The gentleman we have on today doesn't need to find it. He has found it and lives it. We'll talk about that in a minute. And we want you to live your highest vision and forge a strong foundation so you too can soar to success. If you need any information and want to speak to me more about that, please look us up at ldcstrategies.com or lauriancasdia.com. So on the show today, and I am speaking fast and furious because there's so much we want to talk about today about leadership and more. We have Steve Levy, anybody who has lived in the in the New York, Suffolk County, Nassau County area knows who this gentleman is. He is a former state and county legislator. He was a former candidate for governor of New York State. He served as our county executive for Suffolk County um, in New York from 2004 to 2011. Uh, CEO of the largest suburban county in New York State is what we basically say, with a population of 1.5 million and a workforce of over 10,000. And he controlled a budget of 2.7 billion. This man knows what he's doing. He's renowned as one of the nation's leading fiscal conservative managers. And his record of eight consecutive years of tax cuts and freezes unsurpassed in New York state during his tenure. He also is the book of solutions to American pro- America's problems and bias in the media. You really want to pick those up and they are found on Amazon. Um, Steve Levy is also executive director for the center for cost effective government, a not-for-profit entity of business and community leaders pledging to working towards weeding out public sector waste and creating a more efficient government. Oh my gosh, you need me on that. Additionally, Mr. Levy is a founder and president of Common Sense Strategies, a political consulting group that also helps governments and businesses save on their operational costs. Now you might want to wonder why Steve is on our show. And I can tell you that anybody who save costs, who's able to help businesses save costs, really, really streamline everything that they're doing. This man knows how to do it. He did it in a $2.7 billion budget. Um, And of course, he is of counsel with Bohemia's New York law firm, Campolo, Middleton, and McCormick. Welcome to the show, Steve. 
Thank you very much, Lori. It's a pleasure to be with you. Uh, I love having you here. And wow, that was a lot of information. <laughs> it always sounds good when you write your own resume, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it sounded really good. I kind of modified it a little bit too, but I'm um, really happy to have you. And here and knowing you for such a long time, we've worked together, uh, we've known each other for a long time. You are really such, such a leader. And I want to oh, talk about you. leadership and the importance of leadership. And um, what what's your definition of leader? Someone who is not afraid to stick his or her feet in the fire and to make decisions and to live with it. Um, a lot of people like to fly under the radar, and that's a wonderful thing, you know. Get in, get out, collect your paycheck, and invest your time and efforts in family or other areas of interest. Other people like the mix of being in that point in life where you can go down Avenue A or Avenue B. You know, some, yeah. some ball players like to take the foul shot with one second left and you're down by one and yeah. other people don't. So yes, yes, yes. we're the kind of people who want to be on that foul line making the shot and in control of the ball. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And and I think really good leaders are the ones who understand you have to make hard decisions. Yeah. I know in your tenure as Suffolk County um, executive, uh, county executive, sorry, um, you made a lot of hard decisions. Oh, yeah. And you made friends and you made so not so much friends um, in doing that. And that's what happens in a leadership role. Did you feel um, isolated? Did you feel as a leader that there, you know, basically you were alone because you really had to be that final decision? There were times, um, you know, some wise people said a long time ago, if you've been in elective office for a while, let's say two, four, eight years, and you haven't made any enemies, you're not doing your job. Yeah. Uh, because it's it's so easy to just go along to get along, you know, or get along to go along. And um, that might get you some short-term uh, positive vibes, but long-term, you're hurting other people and you're hurting yourself because the best politics is good government. Good government makes good politics. Yeah. And... While I often had to make some tough decisions that would alienate a number of very entrenched and powerful special interests, I found a great deal of solace by having vast support amongst the everyday people yeah. who Republican, Democrat, it didn't matter. Oh, someone's fighting for me. Yes. You know, someone's being but my isn't advocate. That the point? Isn't that the point of being in politics is to be there to fight for people, be the voice of the people? I mean, am I wrong with that? No, you're so right. <laughs> and let me give you an example. So why is so I, many people I, not getting this right? I use this example all the time when in the public sector, you have elected officials who will sit on this side of the desk mm -hmm. negotiating with a union, for instance, a public service union on the other side. And too often you would see the elected officials almost like with a wink and a nod working with the adversary, the so-called adversary across the table. Mm -hmm. Not that they're your enemy, but but they have different interests. Sure. Their interests are the maximize salary, maximize time sure. off, maximize benefits. Your interest is supposed to be to balance their needs with the taxpayer's ability to pay. You're supposed to be the advocate for the taxpayer, but you know, in the private sector, if you coordinate with the person on the other side of the table, you're in big trouble legally. Yeah. 
in the public sector, it's totally acceptable. Oh, you could take money from that person. Oh, you can be their advocate. So wait a minute, you slow down. You're supposed to be the advocate for the people and yes. you balance it all out. Yes. And that's forgotten a lot of times yes. because of the nature of the system where these donations flow back and forth and the endorsement. So it is important for everyone in elective office to always take a reality check. Remember who your constituents are. Yeah, well, and doing the right thing. And that's what I saw you do. You did the right thing. And sometimes the right thing is the hard thing. And sometimes the right thing is not the popular thing. It's like being parents. I liken it to being parents. I, we can't always give them the, the candy before the, they eat their vegetables. They're going to get a bellyache and blame gonna, you later. Yeah, exactly. They're going to get sick so and blame you later. <laughs> Same thing with, with being an elected in any, and, and I love people to think about this when you're voting, however which way you vote, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. But think about this. You're empowering with that vote, that person to be your voice. That's why mm-hmm. we need to find out what they represent, right. how what, what their position is, what, what position they're taking. Their personal view could be different than the position they have to take in that job. And I've worked for a number of elected officials in the past who their personal position was different than the position they had to take as a result of who they represented. That is the type of elected official I want Mm -hmm. in office. Keep your finger on the pulse of the people you represent. And one of the ways I always remain grounded, I became known as a guy who was always knocking on doors. Yeah, oh, please. And all you're, of the, you're, you're I was well legendary known. with Le- that, right? You still are. Yeah, it's, called I, the Le- it's called the Steve Levy factor. I'm yeah. like, you're not doing the Steve Levy factor. <laughs> well, you know how, how that materializes. I was a kid out of law school and I threw my hat in the ring to run for this legislative seat. And hey, you don't have a chance. Who are you running against this big established lawyer in his 40s with the family and the whole cookie cutter thing? And you have no support. Makes good optics. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm a single guy just coming out of school, still living with my mom and dad. But I said, you know what? I can't outspend them. I can't maybe get more endorsements from all those specialists. I can outwork them, though. And I just started knocking on every door. And all of the pundits and the operatives said, well, I was Democrat at the time. I'm now Republican, but I consider myself a Republicrat. It's sort of in the middle. (laughs) But, But... they would tell, oh, just knock on these doors. I said, no, I'm knocking on every, every door. registered door. I agree. And I, I don't ask them if they're Democrat or what's your problem. And it cuts across all that stuff. Yeah, you know? and, so- and, and, and here's some of the things that I see really bubbling up is, um, you know, they're they're doing things that are upsetting parents. They're doing things that are upsetting moms. They're doing things that are upsetting dads. That's a bad idea. Because when moms and dads get together and start enforcing their grassroots, and that's what you did. You did really ground game, grassroots, really getting in in and knocking on doors. I, I always remembered hearing from residents who said, I don't know what they stand for, but he took the time to knock on my door. Yeah. And that's what they were saying about you. That's a quote about you. Yeah, and I wouldn't ask them, you know, about any political philosophy, I'd say, what's going on in the neighborhood? Do you have, you know, do you need a stop sign over here? Are there, you know, 30 kids hanging out at your your corner causing craziness at, you know, midnight? How do we help you? There have been burglaries in the area. And it cuts across, you know, all yeah. swaths of the demographics. Yeah. And uh, they say, oh, that guy is my advocate. And that's what it comes and down to. And that's what a political person is supposed to be, is the advocate of the people, the voice of the people. That's mm-hmm. why it's called that. Yeah. You know, that you're supposed to represent the people who are out there. As in business, you're and, supposed uh, to be a matter. voice for your shareholders, right? Yes, exactly. The shareholders for an elected official are the voters, the constituents. Correct. Too often, though, in public sector, uh, the elected officials think... 
that the people they work for are those groups, those special interest groups that will give them an endorsement or give them a donation. Or that they know better than the people that they should be representing. There's a great deal of elitism, right? I mean, that's a perfect, you mentioned the schools, right? What's happening now with things being taught in our schools, when the average mama and papa bear find out that their kids are being taught to hate America in a, in a number of these schools, where the heck is this coming from? You know, there's these little niche groups that get the ear of these legislators, and some of the legislators themselves are just coming from an area that, you know, you said being out of touch with the people you represent. Yeah. We're seeing that more and more and more. And like you said, once you tick off that mama bear, watch out because a, a mama bear is going to go to the fence for her cub. Absolutely. And, and that's what we've been seeing. Absolutely. And, and you know, it, so it warms my heart. I'm, I'm a member of the Lions down in Port Jefferson and we did the Port Jefferson parade this weekend and we handed out flags we handed out over 2,000 flags we Mm. ran out of flags that's how many people were there that's great and the most beautiful thing for me was not only looking back and seeing all those flags being waving but that the the kids wanted them the parents wanted them the grandparents wanted them they were coming reaching out to us saying can we have one of those Um, I saw such pride in America I love America Mm. I've traveled I've been fortunate to travel and every time I come back home I'm so grateful to be where I am because I know what's going on in other countries and the other countries are beautiful I love to visit them but I live here and I'm so proud of our country even during this turmoil we're we're like teenage our country's like a teenager right now we're not sure which way we're gonna go and that's okay and we have a little disruption going on and in some cases a lot of disruption going on but I truly believe deeply that we will end up where we're supposed to Mm -hmm. end up I wish I, I you know not that we could mandate that students coming out of high school travel abroad you know Uh, like in Israel you get out of high school you're putting a couple of years into mandatory service okay but I would just love it if every young person would have to live abroad for a year and then come back and they'd kiss this dirt that we walk on here. Agreed. It's just so much taken for granted, you know? Yeah, so you look at, and and I won't get into political because I won't do politics, but um, you look at the border. There's a reason why they're pouring yeah. in. They don't leave America. They're trying to get into they're America. They're trying to get in because of how They're trying to leave beautiful. Russia. Yeah. They're trying to leave China. Yes. They're trying to leave these despotic yes. places around the world. If we're such a racist, horrible, patriotic country, why do people, a million people a year want to come yeah, here? Yeah. You My know? grandparents came here because mm. of the opportunities right. that lie here. So, I and, and I ask you this question again as a leader. When was when did it get to be a nasty word to make money? Right. Because that's what is thrown at us all the time is, oh, oh, you like to make money? Yes, I do. Yeah. And I encourage every single one. I mean, that's my business is, as a coach, right. as a business coach. It's a is free to help. market economy. Yes. And you want to make you know, money. You can make as much or as little as you want with your own business if you so choose. You know, but you got to put the work in. It, it, there's a book that I recommend people reading other than mine, Solutions to America's Problems. I'll give nice, my plug. Nice, good plug. It's called Suicide of the West by Jonah Goldberg. And he talks about, uh, you know, the fact that prior to the founding of America, you were born into this world and you're probably going to be a surf or be, be born into a station of life from which you would never exit. Right. That was your cast and you were going to stay there. And you had no freedom of expression. They would kill you if you said something that criticized the crown. It was America that, uh, you know, and Western civilization that brought about the two things that revolutionized the world. And one of them was liberal Democrat, liberal democracy and 
the, 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 the strength of the individual vis-a-vis -vis the state. And the other was free trade, which opened up other markets, but also allowed people to grow out of yes. that station where they once were. And people say, oh, income equality, income inequality. I, I, in my book, I say, you want income equality? Go to North Korea. Perfectly equal. Everyone's equally poor except for the oligarchy class. Then look at South Korea from a visual, you know, from outer space, and it's totally lit up, and North Korea is in total darkness. There's more inequality in South Korea, but which place would you rather live? Would you rather live at where there's inequality, but we have more things, we have a better quality of life, and we can strive for more? Right. Or do you want to be equally destitute? Who would right. want the latter? Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, and it, it seems like they want to take the middle class out right now. Right. And and that's t despondent for me because I've always been in middle, upper middle class. I've been very fortunate. And you strive to go. You even strive further. to get even further, but they take things off the table to. Mm -hmm. They make it a lot of hurdles. They put hurdles in the way. Now I. I don't believe in that. It's like, okay, you know, challenge me. I dare you. Because when you challenge me, then I jump the hurdle. Well, what we find right? is that when you cut regulations and you cut taxes, and I note this in my book, the private sector flourishes. Yes. Because they say, all right, I'm now incentivized to put in more work because they're not going to take all of my earnings right. away. So I'll work those extra hours, put in that extra right. effort. And you know what? It not only helps you and your business, but when you're making more money, what happens? You can hire more people right. and give them raises. Yes. So whenever we've done tax cuts, and again, whether it was with Democrat Kennedy in the 60s or Republicans... Uh, 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 Ronald, Reagan. Ronald Reagan and Trump or Democrat Bill Clinton who cut capital gains yep. in the mid 90s. You saw a flourishing yep. of private sector investment and the lower classes gained more in income proportionally than in the upper classes. That's what you want. Yes, yes. But they, they don't want us to realize that. And that's that's yeah. a real big problem. So I, I'm just, so as leaders, we have an obligation. And, and that's what we're looking at. Right now, I feel like all the leaders, the political leaders are being exposed for what's really going on with all these side hustles going on. And people used to say that to me when I was in the industry. Oh, you're in that industry. They, you know, they're out for themselves. They, they all, they make so much money. Did you ever notice all the electeds make so much money? Blah, blah, blah. And I, I didn't have that personal experience. And I would get very upset when people right. say, I said, you don't understand. They work really hard. The people I was working with working really, really hard. Dedicated. Anybody that I knew was working really hard. Didn't matter what side of the aisle. They were working really hard and dedicated. And there was nothing political when we were in the governmental buildings. One, because it was illegal. But two, more importantly, is we were working for the people together right. collectively so there, there was only a small percentage which is really good for media small percentage of um, dissension where people would argue Mo for the most part everybody was on the same page because we were in the same direction I don't see that now so what's happened to our leadership Steve what's happened oh yeah a couple of things have happened um, as to why we become so polarized yeah. right uh, one of them is gerrymandering, which has made our districts uh, less um, less up in the air, that they're now either solidly Democrat or solidly Republican districts. See, you now have a greater chance of losing a primary in most districts than you do in the general election. And because if you're a Democratic incumbent, you want to get rid of all the Republicans and give it to your Republican neighbor. 
and if you're the Republican, you want to get rid of all your Democrats and make him a more strongly Democratic, right. then you'll be a very strong Republican. So then you elect all these people who always go to their base and there are loggerhorns that they can't compromise. The other thing is the advent of social media and, oh, yes. and cable news. You know, there was a time where 70 million people a year would put on Channel 2 when we had seven channels, and you'd see Walter Cronkite, and that's how you got your news. You all got the same news. Now yes, we get, kids, it's true. There were only seven channels when we grew up. That's right. And, and no we, remote. No remote, and we had little ears, little rab, what right. we called rabbit ears, and we used to have to get up and change the channel yep. and adjust the rabbit ears. So, yes, that that isn't just in the movies. That actually happened. Go and... Ahead, <laughs> But now you get your own filtered news. Yeah. You get either your conservative news yes. or you get your news with a liberal slant. And, you know, where is that Walter Cronkite? Who still was, a, you know, somewhat liberal in his slant. Yeah, but, but when he like, delivered, but when like he delivered, advocate. he delivered all the information and allowed the listeners, to he allowed us to make their own right, decision of what right. was right or wrong or whatever. And th- and that has gone away. It's gone. Now, now it's either you're on this side or you're on that side. That's right. And I think it's that us polarization. against them. Yeah. And that's what's happened over the yeah. last 20 something years. Social media uh, that, that keeps the feuds alive because, uh, you know, these news foundations want their clicks and that's the way you generate passion is by us against them type of mentality yeah yeah and and that that is just so dysfunctional we used to be very it was a slim line that separated one side of the aisle from the other you go out there for beers after you you, have your debates and then you go out and socialize no more after the break i want to i want to share a story with you of just doing just that it was really actually very funny um at least i found so and so did john but we'll get back to that i I, you are listening to healthy lifestyle with laurianne we're here with the great steve levy we're going to come back after the break continue our conversations and uh get some more information and empowerment and leadership uh, ideas from our great friend here steve we'll be right back Welcome back to Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne. I am Lorianne Kazdia. If you would like to be a guest or lift up your business, product, or not-for-profit, or if you have a question or comment, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at healthylifestylewitha at gmail.com. And exciting news, you're going to hear about this for the next couple of weeks, which is my book is coming out, Women Who Dream. It will be on Amazon on July 20th. I'm so excited and proud of this. I am one of of 30 authors in this book. my chapter is called Two Choices, and um, my full book will come out next year on Amazon, but I'm really excited. Look it up. Women Who Dream. It's not just for women. It's just about the 30 of us who dream and a lot of tools and really good information. In the meantime, we are here with Steve Levy. We are talking about leadership and what's going on in the world today and um, tapping into to Steve experience in being a leader, especially in the political world. Um, so quick story, we were, I used to be in politics, as you know, I used to serve um, some representatives in the town of Brookhaven. And um, so, you know, again, when you're in... Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. 
From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply in governmental uh, offices you cannot do political things at all that's not allowed anymore used to be used to be before the turn of 2000 but now you cannot do that so when i was in there we would work together solidly on getting getting things in place for our residents etc and so this gentleman john burns i don't know if you remember him but john burns used to work in a different council office than i did John Burns and I used to kind of butt heads a little bit out in the street, but in the, in the office, we would hang out, we would do projects together, etc. So one day um, in the office, he comes in and we're having our morning conversation. He would grab his coffee, sit down, we'd catch up on what we we're doing, some legislation, maybe some resolutions we were working on. But that afternoon, um, I had heard a rumor that there was going to be a press conference. So I bring my elected down to this press conference. It's not my press conference. Um, it's something that we used to do a lot together. And I jumped in, got my elected on the news in the press conference. His elected did not get oh. on the news of the press conference that he oh had put together. And so he was furious with me. He's like, I got words for you, girl. And he was furious in the street the next morning. And he laid me down mm -hmm. that day uh, verbally. Um, about what I did and I can't believe it. I'm never talking to you again. And I was like, okay, you know, street fight. It is what it is. When we were in the office the next day, he comes in, he sits down, he goes, really seriously, nice play. You took a page out of my book. And I was like, <laughs> who do you think I learned it from, John? So, and those are the kind of things. It was good spirited. We we did, we do what we have to do to to take care of our electeds and get the people. But it wouldn't get too personal. You always, it was yeah, never right, personal. Right, right. You don't get personal. You don't, you know, we don't go in front of people's houses. There was. I was just going to say, we never would have thought no. about protesting no. in front of no. someone's house. Well, not you know, to mention that it's illegal to do what they're doing with the, with Supreme, the Supreme Court, Court specifically. Yeah. Yeah, but but that, put that aside and that nothing's being done about it is another conversation. But but we would never bring families into right. it. It's, we, that was just, there were certain game rules. And what happened? 
happened to the rules to the game? As I said, it got so vicious now. And with Twitter and social media, too, you know, it's the crazies who get the publicity with these forums. And they're just a very small percentage of the folks who are out there. But they... You know, the people who read it think that, that that's the majority yeah. and and they become the tail wagging the dog, yeah. you know, and, and that's the downside of social media where the knuckleheads, the real fringes get far more power than well, because they get the attention they because deserve. yeah they get the attention because someone doing nice things doesn't get as much yeah. attention it's all about the clicks right yeah, yeah yeah so and and that just that's actually is the definition of our society is that you know our media spends so much time because it gets them better clicks right um our media spends so much time exasperating the bad and there's so much good out there i can't i will tell you a hundred times over there's so much good every single day meeting people doing amazing things helping each other out you know you saw you you witnessed it in suffolk county as the leader right that there was so much good going out you see that now working with um campolo is that there's so many good people out there doing such good, beautiful work, having really good businesses, and all anybody wants to do is provide for their family and elevate so that the next generation does better. Yep. That's what my grandparents wanted. Yep. I'm here today because my grandparents took that boat here. I'm here today but now because my everything, parents struggled. Yeah, everything is instant gratification now. Yeah. You know, If I don't get everything that I want right now, I'm a victim. And this victimology is so, so dangerous for our country. I use this story all the time. I mention it in my book as well. I had what was the name of that book? Uh, Solutions to America's Problems. Found Thank on Amazon. Much. Found on Amazon. Huh, Thank okay. You. <laughs> Thanks for the plug. Um, I I had an my my mom's side of the family, the Italian side, thirteen kids, and she oh, was God the bless. last. She, she was the last of thirteen. Uh, but her older sister was a little person. When I mean little, I mean like three feet tall. Okay. You know? And Back then, you know, there were no accommodations and and she could have gone on, you know, they didn't have many social services, but she could have played the game of the victim and never did. Every day she'd wake up because, you know, this was a depression baby and, you know, this was the greatest generation that went through a depression and a world war and they never complained, you know, you just didn't complain. You just sucked it up, suck it up buttercup and you went on and you went on. She would get up every morning walk about a mile and a half snow and whatever catch a bus in in queens yeah take it down to the train get on one train go all the way from brooklyn queens border into manhattan to get around to lower brooklyn wow then get off and then walk to a place it was an hour and a half one way and an hour and a half back she did this for 40 years wow god bless never got married never had any family other than those in the extended family who would be there for every once in a while and you look at who, you know, so many people yep. today would say, just go on the system, you know, just uh, let, let let somebody pay your way. And there was a mentality once where, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to earn my own way. And listen, some people are down in their luck and they need But that's a what the system's hand. for. Right. You need a safety temporary. net. You yep. need a temporary safety net. But we've developed now. It as a way of life generationally. And now the younger generation, many, it's like, 
oh, well, I want this and I, you know, I want my college loans paid off. And, you know, I want, I want to, I just joined this company, but I don't want to take out the garbage. I don't want to make photocopies. I want to be CE. I want to be on the board by literally, the time I'm 26. I was you working know? for a very large company in Melville. Literally, I had a, a, one of my employees. She uh, was with us for three months mm-hmm. and she wasn't able to get the job done yet because we haven't found the right tools. And mm-hmm. I always, we tack in, we try something, those tools didn't work. We tack out, we tack back in with the other tools. She eventually got it. But three months in, she wanted to know when her, when she was getting a raise and when she was getting a promotion. Um, and it almost as if she wanted to be the CEO. She was there for yeah. three months. Yeah. I was like... Get through your probation. Can, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Could could we learn how to do the job first yeah. before we start asking for raises? And, you know, but they don't think anything of it. And, and job jumping now used to be every two-year jumping um, used to be a no-no. When you got a right. resume like that, you would not even consider right. that person. Why now, can't they keep a job? Why, why can't, can't they, they keep a, a job? job right. right, but that's not what they do now. They right. jump from job to job to job. And I understand why they do that now, but back when we were in, in corporations and in, in corporate America. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. You stayed forever. You got the gold watch. That was the symbol of success was the fact that you stayed 30 years in one company, you know, but so it's, it's a balance. We need to find a better balance where they're not jumping so much and they don't want to be CEO coming out making $200,000. They don't understand that they're only making, you know, Mm -hmm. $50,000 or $40,000 only, you know, I remember when I came out, yeah, you have to pay your dues. When I came out of college, $25,000, I was like, that was a big deal. That was huge back then. Sure. Huge. So and you build relationships. That's another thing, as yeah. you know. You know, it's all about relationships your, with your business acumen, and that's what you write about in your your books. Yeah. it's it's networking. It's you know, uh, my part. Uh, he's not my partner, but he's the other counsel to my law firm, Joe Campolo. Yeah. He, he likes to talk about that that book, Never Eat Alone. Yes, which means that you know, every lunch, every breakfast, or many dinners, not all, but you're you're slotting in someone of interest that yeah. you can just break bread with and meet and you never know when that relationship comes in handy down the line oh, and that's like, especially yeah. important for young people yeah. especially those who are saying well I want to work but I want to work from home you know 4 days a week and that's I, fine all right fine but you're going to miss out on learning on getting a mentor on building a relationship with that person who will say 
oh yeah, she's the one or he's the one that I want in this next position because they get to know you on a personal basis and and a professional basis. They like you personally and they want you to advance. Yeah, and you need to be, what what we always say is top of mind. You need to be top of mind on leadership because they need to be aware of you. They need to know what you do. Out of sight, out of mind, right? Out of sight, out of mind. So when you're working from home, it's really important to have those lunches to network. You and I catch each other in all these different networking things. It's like, oh, haven't seen you in a while. Good to see you again. Glad we're doing this again. Um, But it's real important to reconnect with other people and let them know what you do and that you're here and that you're available. Um, So yeah, I, I agree as what other tools do you really put out there for for the youth, for anybody of any age? Because I think everybody is kind of floundering. How do you work these days, mm. you know? Well, pursue areas of interest because when you're, as the old saying goes, when you're working on something you really like, it's not work. That's true. That's number one. I can tell you that every day. Absolutely. And, <laughs> I love what I do. you know, find the places where there's opportunities for advancement and be patient. Be, you know, go the extra mile. You know, so many will just, uh, you know, especially in county government when it was civil service, you know, you had a big chunk who said, I'm punching the clock. I'm coming in. I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to leave. And then that's it. Then you There's have a the place others. for that. There's a place that, if that's what the job description is, and you've done your thing, and you're satisfied with just doing it, no, they're wrong with there that. There are people who do Absolutely. that. Absolutely, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying it disparagingly. No, no, but, I know. But you can also be the person who says, "Yeah, it's five o'clock, but I see the, you know, my supervisor's having a hard time." I'm going to stay a little extra, take the load off of her or him, whatever. Yeah. That's going to come back in spades later. Yeah. You, you know, you have, if you want to be management, you have to show you a management. Right. You know, you have to dress the part. You have to speak the part. You have to act the part. You have to be uh, a resource. Right. And you have to be willing to, you know, to give and to understand that, all right, I could be on the beach right now or I could be doing this or that. I'm going to dedicate it for this purpose because I want to show that I'm worth it and that I am a, a, an essential cog in this wheel. Yeah. And that's what gets you ahead. I think that and um, I, I always, uh, I, I, I was going to say instruct, but that's not the word that I really want. I always recommend to my clients that we do five we take five actions every day before noon that get you to your, your goals. So you have to set goals. If you don't have goals, then you just get, every day is going to run into the next and then three, 10 years will go by. But if you set goals, you, you, then you have a benchmark to hit. If your boss or, or, president or whoever is is if it's not your own company doesn't have goals for you you need to set them for yourself if you it's want to be so successful right. you know I'll, I'll use an example because we can't do it in every field because you, can, you only have so many hours right. in a day but you know um i i set out these goals myself with real estate where you know everybody says oh i would have should have could have you know bought that property and we all do that i even do it myself yeah. but i've made goals that you know by this date you know, I want to have a certain amount of money available. And if the market is right, I want to be able to purchase this this unit. And you have to actually set it down on paper with a specific date, which yes. forces you 
to go out and do step one, step two, step three. You can't be, I'll do it tomorrow. You know, so, and, and I love that you said that because I, I actually have a goal setting class that I teach. And, and it's really, you have to have the specific date. You have to know what that goal is because if you're very, very clear in your goals, um, it makes it easier for a universe source to give you what you want because you're very clear on what it is that you want. And also your brain, believe it or not, in through the process of writing, you don't have to solve the problem of how you're going to get the money, where you're going to get the money from, what house is it going to be or anything like that. You Through the process of writing, your brain starts to solve those problems. Oh, so I need to look for this. I need to look for that. Your brain starts doing all of that mm-hmm. without your help. You could actually go sit on the beach while your brain is doing the work sure. as long as you set those goals. But Gotta you also goal. have to take those, those really, I call that massive imperfect actions to move us forward to that goal. So that means you're going to be putting money away every week. You're going to be looking to put this amount of money away so that you have the funds available so mm-hmm. you could take advantage by that date. I think I got that discipline from my campaigns actually yeah. too because when you're running a campaign and election day is November 3rd, you actually have to work backwards. Yes, I was going to say that. Isn't yeah. that right? You work backwards. Say, by election day, I have to do all of these things so you know, I've got to get six pieces of literature out. When can I drop them in the mailbox right. to make sure that they hit the house before election day? And I can't have six pieces of mail coming on the same day. Right. So I have to spread it out over 10 weeks. When do I have to write the mail? When do I have to get it uh, laid out? When printed? When sent out? Yeah. So you go back, okay, but now I need the money for those mailings. How much money do I need? Right. How am I going to raise that money? And by when do I have to have that money in the bank? Yes, yes. Right. And through all of that, by working backwards like that, right. that's why I always work on dreams. Right. I'm like, tell me where you want to be. I know where you are. Mm-hmm. That gap is where we work. My I very, work in that gap. My very first year when I wasn't supposed to win, I was a 25-year-old kid out of law school, I plotted my walking, knocking on door schedule. And I just laid out the whole map. There were 60-something districts. And I said, if I do, you know, I've got four months, five months, how many election districts per week do I have to do? And I just scheduled it out. By May, uh, in May, I'm doing these four districts. And in June, I'm doing these five. Does that mean I have to do a double shift on Saturday and Sunday? I did. Because you laid it out in advance to make sure it works for you. It always comes down to numbers. It always comes down to numbers. Success comes down to numbers. Numbers comes down to planning, right? right? So it always comes down. You can do the math. Just do the math. In any business, I don't care what business you're in, you have to set your goals and it comes down to math. How do I get there? Well, let's see. What do I have to do? How many houses do I have to to hit? How many, you know, pieces of literature do I have to send out? It all comes down to math and backing it up. And I always start from from where I want to be and work backwards. I can always get you there, right? right? But if you don't know what that vision is and you're just kind of wheedling along, that's why it's a 20 years overnight success. I'm sure you've heard that. Yep. That's why you were successful because you sat down and you you, did, you weren't worried about the odds and what other people were saying. You didn't listen to the kekirons. You were just focused on what your goal was and you achieved your goal. And every time you do that, you're very successful. Talk about in the last couple of minutes, Campolo. What are you doing with them right now and well, how, how can we all help you? I'm very happy to be with the law firm so of, of yeah, uh, Campolo, Middleton, and McCormick. Uh, they're right here. I mean, you could walk to the office right at MacArthur 
airport where we um, do this show. And uh, they're a full-service firm. I live close by in Bayport, so five minutes I'm to the office. And I like to be a liaison for the firm to the, to the market out there. Yeah. And uh, whenever I bring a, a client in, and they do everything. I was going to say, they do all kinds of Personal law. injury, elder law, you know, will. Business. You, but mo- you know, a great deal of business stuff, litigation, you name it, they do it. And it's great because someone has a problem. Oh, we got a guy for that. Oh, we got a gal for that. And they're close by and they're great service. So I love doing that. I love being the executive director of the Center for Cost-Effective Government Think Tank. We're advocates for taxpayers. Someone has to be the advocate for taxpayers. Yeah, let me in on that gig. That's what we do. Well, you'd be perfect for that. (laughs) I I know we we click on that. Yeah, without a doubt. I remember, you know, Mount Sinai, I was on their financial budget when they were doing budgeting. And I just asked questions, that's all. Because if it doesn't make sense to me, doesn't make sense for other people either, right, right? Right. And and spending other people's money, and you did this when you were an elected. You do this in your own business, and I do this in my business and for other businesses, which is I spend other people's money a lot more cautiously than I spend my that's own. It. That's you exactly know? right. So, you know, yeah. and that I took a great deal of pride yeah. in being able to say, "Well, you're out working for a living." You know, you don't have the time to be looking into all of these uh, I's and O's. You know, I'll do that for you. I'll be your rep and you can trust me that I'm going to fight for every la- every last nickel. Yeah. And I carried that over into the center. Someone's got to be their advocate. And uh, I'm also doing a great deal of writing, um, punditry writing, political writing for Yeah, Fox. you're with News, Newsmax. Newsmax. I'm an insider with Newsmax.com, and I get a number of my articles on Fox News, some in Long Island businesses. I have a lot of fun doing that stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, now that I'm kind of an elder statesman, as you might say, after 26 years of of experience in government. And yet you having, still look 20. I don't ah, know how you do it. Who's the politician here? <laughs> uh, right back at you, my dear. But um, I love doing that. You know, you, yeah. you have so much of this information mushed in your brain and it's kind of fun to talk about it in, in forums like this. Yeah. So I appreciate it. Yeah. So reach out if you need anything. Any Steve, you can, how can they find you? SteveLevy.info is my website. Uh, it's also a common sense uh, uh, strategies.com uh, but Steve Levy that info has all my writings and other things uh, you can get to my book on that and everything else about it. and us. you can find your book which is titled again Solutions to America's Problems and you can find that on Amazon you gotta look for, for Steve follow him also on Amazon so when his other writings come out you can be there Steve thank you so much for being thanks, on today thanks thanks so much appreciate you so much thank you all for joining us today on Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne I know you have a lot of choices and I appreciate and I'm so grateful that you have chose to spend this time with us. I want to again thank our guest today, Steve Levy. And if you're looking for a business coach, accountability, strategy, direction, a sounding board, someone to help streamline your business and more, or if you're not sure, feel free to reach out to me at 516-983-3591. And let's see if it's a good fit. I can certainly help you soar to success. Again, shameless plug, Women Who Dream coming out on Amazon on July 20th. Yes, that's my book. I'm very proud and happy about it. You will get a lot of really good things out of it. Thank you again for joining us today on Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne. Look for our show next Saturday at 3. Until next time, I am Lorianne Kazdia. Again, I like to say my name. Um, play a higher role, serve a higher purpose, show up for you, and what? Show up big. Have a great day, everyone. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.